KBUT, the butt, New Las Vegas Radio. Get ready to feel something. You're listening to Dr. Whoever. Boom. Universal time, zero hours, one minute, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Master Clock at the tone, Eastern Standard Time, 19 hours, 1 minute, 30 seconds. Universal time, 0 hours, 1 minute, 35 seconds. Well, perhaps yes, I sir. could spare a little time. You could? Where? KBUT, the butt. New Las Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Ever Project. Stand by. Many kinds, where can we start? We like them dumb and we like them smart. I like the ones with the pretty eyes. Well, I like all kinds of guys. Stop. What happened? How about the ones we especially like? Which ones? You know, the ones with the cards go. Hey, we're going to try this again. So, yeah, it's November 7th, 2021. Uh, I think Logan's going to join us today, Jesse. Well, that's a special treat. We'll see if he actually calls in. I know they're music festival goers, so I'd like to actually hear their insight on this um, Travis Scott Festival, Astroworld, and all that. So, we'll see if he calls in. Um, This is the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. You're stuck on KBUT. The bus. This is Dr. Fuller. Hey, Doctor Whoever, let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Oh, I knew wrong. Eight. None of the audio was going seven, to the right thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> six. Five. I was texting Logan the call in number, and I was like, what three, is. I know something's missing over here. Two. There's so many, there's like a checklist you have to, I really need to make like an actual checklist, you know? Well, whatever, we got everything. Yeah, I forget, you know? I can't remember every little thing. There's a million things going on over here. Is that song, I'm Only Human? Yeah. I'm only human. All right, well, what's going on today in, uh, in news, Jesse? I know there's a ton of stuff going on, but uh, let's just start off with, you know, one of my least favorite things about the year daylight savings time so what it's gonna be dark what's it like four it's 4 p.m right now so in case you didn't notice like you slept in an extra hour and when you woke up and you thought it was 12 o'clock it was really one o'clock lies (laughs) lies i've been bamboozled (laughs) yeah so it's it's definitely gonna be a lot darker um for those of you that enjoy it dark it's it's gonna be darker a lot more of the day and for those of you who, who like the sunshine that when you get out of work it motivates you to still go to the gym oh, or, no. or now it's gonna be dark does it motivate you to sit on the you know, couch sit on the sofa and eat a bag of chips some so, oreos <laughs> yeah so i mean for me i i personally love the sunshine so i've never really been a big fan of daylight saving i hate it for only liked it when i was in college because the bars like in the south they're so stupid they would give you like an extra hour of drinking time because they yeah, closed yeah, yeah. I, I've been I've been in that situation too where I was at the bar on daylight savings and you know what the funny part is like my mom's not very political but she literally signed like a petition in California oh, yeah. to get daylight savings removed and she emailed all of us and texted us like I have never seen you this, she started her own campaign yeah I've never seen you this motivated to pass legislation before in my life and she she's like you she hates it 
it's just it makes me a kind of grumpy and you just like feel like you lost the whole day for people like me that you know get out of bed do some work on the couch and don't really start my day until like 11 o'clock sometimes you know yeah oh my god now my sister's texting me hey ashley from north carolina yeah we haven't, we haven't heard from her in a minute either is this going to be a star-studded uh, a guest? Well, it's a function? Sunday, so I feel like people are out doing stuff. She said she's at a party, and I always like to get her when she's a little drunky pants, but you know, she said I, she's I, at I a did, kid's I did, party. I did, see her, I did see her Snapchat. She's at some, like, carnival. Oh, is that what it is? Kids oh, party where name. there's, like, nachos and popcorn machines. Oh, here she is. And a cotton candy machine. We're going to bring in Ashley from Hickory. Hickory, North Carolina. I, got, I think we have uh, Ashley from Hickory, North Carolina on the line. Oh, can she hear us? Ashley, are you there? Oh, oh, I think we're connected. Call from Ashley Sis. Oh, okay. I have to press one. Okay. Well, that's right. I just, this is our phone screening software. I forgot I even activated it like a day or two ago. Is this Ashley? Yeah. I just like, I just, I missed it because I forgot I had to um, press a button over here to activate the call. We can call her right back though. It's okay. User error. User error. She bougie. Hey. She bougie. Hello, <laughs> Hello Ashley. Hi. How are you? What are you doing? Um, I just got home from my friend's daughter's birthday party and just chilling. Oh, how was that? I thought you were like at a party party, not like a child party, but whatever. Still fun, I'm <laughs> I sure. I know you did. Yeah, we, we were, we were no. stalking your, your, your Snapchat. We saw like some nachos, some cotton candy machine, a popcorn machine. Mr. Jesse always knows what you're doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we were, um, they got like a, she had like a carnival theme birthday, so they um, rented like popcorn machine, the cotton candy machine, oh. and we had just like a bunch of stuff set up. That sounds fun. It was cute. cute. Well, that sounds yeah. fun. Good, good, fun times. What do you think about um? What do you think about your boy Biden and passing passing some passing some uh, infrastructure plans, but not quite all the other shebang? What do you think about that, Miss Ashley? Since you are a uh, younger millennial Gen Zer type age person, still in college, working <laughs> things out, no kids, graduating in May from dental hygienist school, you're still kind of you know floating around up in the air, wondering what's going on, kind of just like. Let's see. Let's see what happens. So what do you think about that? If I'm being 100% honest, I really haven't looked into a lot of them that much. So I don't want to speak on something I haven't really <laughs> looked into too much. I've been busy doing other stuff. I know you're always so busy, but you're so political sometimes <laughs> with your like... Well, it's all right. I, I, that, that's something I think is interesting because I talk to Jesse sometimes and his coworkers that, you know, you guys think that people know what's going on. But if you don't make it like sensational and you know social media yeah. share worthy, people are just gonna like whatever. Like we played a video the other day from uh, a congresswoman talking about all this stuff that people are gonna get. It only had like one thousand views and more dislikes than it had likes. It's just a bad marketing strategy. You know what I mean? Like you don't even yeah. know what's in this bill that they've been working on for months, and because all they do is talk about the arguing. But you've heard about that? Have you heard about any of that kind of stuff? Like the background stuff or? I'm curious, curious of what you're hearing over there in the South. I'm really bad to ask about this because I haven't listened to anything or watched TV in about a week or two. But you're so, so. busy, right, with school and things. I mean, and that's and that, I yeah. Think, I think Ashley makes a really good point. Mm -hmm. Like, not everybody's watching what's going on. Nope. So that's where it's more it's most important. Like having a like after like legislation's passed, having effective messaging and like really figuring out like 
if it's this is this issue is important to younger people, how do I get them to know that this is available to them? You know what I mean? So it's it's not. Yeah, I mean, like, I think yeah. it's pretty good about. I feel like I'm usually pretty good about keeping up with everything going on, but I really just haven't been lately. But um, honestly, I get most of my information from when I watch Jesse's uh, Instagram stories and. <laughs> Why <laughs> it's sad, but every time I'm just like chilling, scrolling through TikTok, I'm like, oh, like people are talking about it. I think people are talking about it. I just personally see this is something I'm telling him. Like all this stuff, you're absorbing it in a different way. Like kids nowadays, they don't need to learn yeah. about racism in school. They're learning it with their kids that are of different races that they're friends with and making videos and like for every yeah. bad video out there, like in South Carolina, I guess some kids recently. Um, did like a mocking of George Floyd where they dressed up as police officers, you know, and got in trouble, whatever. I mean, I, it's in my opinion, that's, yeah. that's performance art, whatever you should, but uh, for every kids that doing something like that, there's kids out there doing like, you know, this is my best friend. We love each other. We're all different races. We don't even think about that thing kind of stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, I think well, when we were growing up, we knew what our parents did because we didn't have, to, like, we didn't see other people, like, you know, from around the world. Mm-hmm. We didn't know anything different and what to believe it. I mean, we made our own choices, obviously, because right. we're not ignorant. But other people didn't. They just have their parents. But now, growing up with you, have Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, TikTok, where you can interact with people from all over. People are learning, like, okay, this is normal. Like, where I grew up isn't, like, the status quo. Like, this isn't right. Like, other people aren't doing, you know, aren't thinking this way. Mm-hmm. I agree. TikTok but, is yeah, spreading I the message. The- everything more i know he passed something about um the vaccinations i was reading about that but that was the only one i really yeah, like everybody a hundred or more employees so I, did, I did some research for you ashley so so just to give you a rundown <laughs> on what the infrastructure bill will do for north carolina yeah. it's going to bring uh potentially 7.2 billion dollars for highways you know it's always sexy to talk about highways <laughs> and 457 million dollars for bridges and uh, $911 million. Yes, that's what I saw on your... Yeah, yeah that's what and, I was reading and on And that was like each yeah, one. Yeah, and like, I was thinking, I was like, bridges? What is? What are they paying more attention? They just built a bridge. No, this is funny you say that because um, there was like traffic for like a week or two growing like into the, or downtown Hickory area where I live. And um, they were like, we thought that they were just like, I don't know what we thought they were doing, like making something like more convenient on that road. I don't yeah. know. And then it's done, and I swear it felt like a That's month. And there's a tacky bridge that I was like, oh my gosh, this is what we're paying for? Like, what in the world? Like, yeah. It was and, just, I, and I know, like, I know, yeah, exactly. And I know you, you and Brian have always said, like, you guys have always had, like, issues with, like, internet at your house growing up. Oh, yeah. We didn't so, even have yeah. cable. Yeah, so this bill actually expands well, to rural I said my parents' house out in the country, but. Yeah, well, this, well, this bill is actually going to bring $100 million to rural parts of uh, North Carolina. $100 million for broadband coverage. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. Well, what else That's is going amazing. on in the Hickory? Um, I heard somebody got shot at a Walmart in Charlotte. That's not too far away. But what's going okay. on with like COVID and stuff? Like, pretty much everything's normal here. Is it like back yeah, to normal? Yeah, everything's pretty here too. Um, I mean, we have to still wear masks at certain places, but not really. Pretty much everywhere is just like optional now, um, except for maybe uh, even the school systems. Because we went into uh, a school system the other day. I had to teach a lesson for like a project we have to do through school, and the kids didn't, weren't wearing any masks. The teachers weren't wearing any masks. And I mean, we did because we have to at our like because we're in the healthcare like mm-hmm, building. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I'm okay um, with that. I'm thinking it's, it's, we need to get back to normal, man. 
Yeah, I agree, too. I think, honestly, at this point, like, I mean, you can't keep holding it down. Like, like, um, we, like we were to Chipotle. We've gone to this Chipotle three times. Yeah. Every time we go, there's, like, some kind of issue. Like, this time, the third time, it was, they weren't really, they were out a couple of stuff, but it was also this communication issue. Some of them, their English isn't their first language, number one, and then they got a mask on, and then you have to wear a mask because you're inside a restaurant, and you're trying to communicate over where food is being prepared and tell them what kind of rice you want and people don't know what pico de gallo means and like like it's just yeah, it's, honestly, it, it's annoying honestly i think that's a little different i would prefer them to wear um uh a mask all the time like when you're cooking food i know it's not but the problem is when both people have to wear the mask like the customer and the employee see what i'm saying like we also had to wear the mask as the person yeah, purchasing we're, 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 oh. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. So it's hard to like, I you, were- you know, like I just want to go in and order my burrito without like having a complication <laughs> and getting an itchy face, you know? <laughs> well, that's a privilege sign. You're sounding bougie yourself. I know. I was complaining the other day that I can't get my, get, people, get a haircut. Um, there is still a pandemic going on. There are still people. But you can get boosted. Like, we got boosted. Like, we got vaccines. They're almost, they're coming out with a pill now you can take that Pfizer's and have. It's like, you know, yeah. mo- it, you don't. Most people are not getting COVID now if they prepped. You know, you don't hear the sad stories yeah. anymore. Believe me, if there were 10-year-olds dropping dead of COVID right now all over the place, they would be all in the news, okay? I promise you. Yeah. So that just oh, tells you there's you nothing about, going on. Uh, did you hear about the Travis Scott concert? Oh, yeah. Well, that's actually coming up. That's why I wanted you to come on and if you were to party because uh, we're going to be depressing later, I'm sure. So, um, uh, yeah. So that's actually <laughs> probably the next story. <laughs> you're drunk and i was like i'm at a kid's birthday party not an adult's birthday party you're growing up miss ashley thank you so much well thanks for joining us you have to do it again more often that was good you're always um you're always welcome we're actually the uh next article we were going to talk about is actually everything in the infrastructure bill but i think jesse already covered it so it worked out perfectly well, I'm so happy I can help you out. Well, thank you again. All right. Well, we'll be yep. coming down to your graduation. Shoot me that date so I can uh, book a flight. Okay. I will. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Take care. Ashley. Be safe. I will. Bye, guys. All right. Bye. Oh, I like our little phone system now. That's convenient. Yeah, I got callers calling in live to the show. That's that. good. I like it. All right, well, let's go in and get into it. We got to talk about it. She brought it up. So here we go. We got to talk about this Astro World Festival, Travis Scott and everything. Um, this is Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. So this news literally just broke right after we ended our last show, right, Jesse? It did. did. Um, So I guess in Houston, there was a concert that was ending, and it's Travis Scott. Uh, I'm not really sure who he even is, to be honest, but um, that really doesn't matter. It just turned out to be... Well, I thought it was a shooting when I first saw the news because it just kind of popped on. I was like, okay, eight people dead, you assume shooting, right? Yeah, I did. I mean, unfortunately, that's what you have to kind of think nowadays. Um... And then the next day we woke up and like, oh, I think it was like st- stampede, and that's almost sadder. You know what I mean? It's like, oh god, you like, 
you like get stomped to death and there were children and um like there's an icu nurse i saw her on the news she said like she told her boyfriend to tell her kids she loved them she didn't think she would make it out like i just i don't know man it was just kind of like it makes you think whenever you go somewhere i, I always think anyway but um when you see things like this it makes you like think uh, i think even more well i mean what's your opinion on this and crowd control i know i've told you before i've been in events um, I was at a Sanjay Gupta marathon run in DC and one of the archways that they had up high with like a banner advertising what it was. This is at the Pentagon, Washington, DC. It got a little windy and that big thing started swaying. It's like a hundred feet higher in the air. I mean, this is, I think it's up high. Um, and it just comes like crashing down and this girl gets her leg broken. People are running all over the place. Um, weren't we at a comic con in San Diego and we saw the same thing happen? Like this, a stampede? No, like uh, something fall. Weren't we walking downtown and like I was like, oh, look at that thing's about to fall. I don't know. I know I saw something fall one time in San Diego. I know, the no, same kind of thing. San Diego, like Comic Con. I know what you're talking about. It was like, a, but it wasn't like a plane that was made designed to. Look no, it was like a banner. Remember, it was like a banner, and the wind caught it and it started to sway, but it didn't fall fast. But I saw it. I was like, that thing's about to fall, and it did. It just slowly kind of fell, but it wasn't as high. It didn't hurt anyone. And they just put it back up. Um, but I'm take you know, my Jeff Sessions and say I do not recall. I do not recall. <laughs> I do not recall. I have that somewhere actually. <laughs> well, unfortunately, we got people were calling this. Say, I do not. You say recall. I do not recall. I do not recall. Right, I want to play this story anyway. I'm glad we got that because it wasn't pulling up. All right, so I actually have um, a news clip from. Um, See, here we go. She told that she well, this is the nurse. Security guards were overwhelmed. That's right, Cheryl. Madeline Eskin snapped this photo Friday afternoon as she entered NRG Park. The ICU nurse took a day off from work and had every intention of having fun with her boyfriend. But the medical worker and her boyfriend ran into trouble last night. She says they were near the front of the stage as Travis Scott was performing. Air 11 shows us what a crowd of 50,000 people looks like. Oh my God, 50,000 people. says it felt like she was, quote, drowning in people. She says she was so crammed in she literally could not raise her arms or mm, mm, mm. so what do you think about that i mean she wanted to she was it's feeling pressure crazy. from every direction i just i have no desire to be in a crowd like that actually ashley before the pandemic when she came to visit we went to see i don't know some stupid steve aoki or some nonsense like that and after like an hour we were like let's go to one of the gay bars this is just not fun couldn't get a drink people were shoving and pushing everybody like thinks they're like so special and they're dressed up in a uh, suit from forever 21 in your face, sucker. all right let's see this is her quote being on the pulse and i said hey don't put him down to go get someone else you need to take him straight to the medical tent and then another security guard overheard me say i was an ic nurse so he said hey like i said what can i do to help he said yeah Please, we need help over here. Madeline says she triaged people for several minutes and stayed in the parking lot there at NRG. So she literally just became a nurse right there. She's like, okay, you guys need help? Here I go. Like, boom. Like, yeah, that's and like, like there's, there's breaking that's what you got to do. There's breaking news behind you. A lawsuit has oh, been is filed there? against Travis Scott and Live Nation. Oh, shit. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. Okay. So that's like literally, yeah, you're right. It's right behind me right now. 
we got the, the news. I mean, you knew that was going to happen. I mean, I mean, it was only a matter of time, but it's, it's pretty. It happened hmm. pretty quickly. Let me finish this. And I, honestly, I still don't know the details of everything that happened. Oh, I don't so either. I don't it, think there really is. That's what I'm saying. What like, was, what, when was it, what was the discussion of like people being injected with like something? Was ah, uh, see that, that that's so weird because like. First of all, how, okay, the story I got from that is, all right, we're going two segments on this one, so just chill over there. Um, I wish we had someone that was at the concert. I know, right? Logan and I wanted to call in because they go to things like this. Like, I've just never had the desire to go to something where I'm going to, like, be, you know me, like, yeah. I'll, I'll stand in the back and have my little vodka soda and people watch. Like, I don't need to be up all in that shit, you know? Yeah, if anybody that was at the concert is listening in, feel free yeah, to call. Son. What's the number to get? 772-237-0109. I'm a doctor who ever lines. One more time. Just in case you didn't have a pen and paper. So we got 772-237-0109. Okay, there it is. If you were at the Travis Scott show, give us a call. I couldn't even name a Travis Scott song right now if you like considering gonna pay me to. You say that about every artist. That's pretty that's, much that's that's, special. It's kind of sad though. That's nothing special. Uh, and then these other people are just like everybody's coming out like it could have been me studying accounts of people gasping, being trampled. There was kids there. I think some of the youngest people were uh, eight people were dead, including a fourteen year old and a sixteen year old. Um, they all died. Dozens of others were hospitalized in the mayhem on Friday during rapper Travis Scott's performance. Um, at NRG Park. That's not a good name. Um, it's just, I mean, this is one of those things that, God, somebody paid 130 no, somebody paid $380 to go to this festival, okay? Yeah, that's what's up. Where at one point he was crushed to the point of having a hard time breathing, he said. I had to come here to show some respect. Oh my goodness. Mm, this is not... This is not good for like concerts and just things like that in general because you you don't know whatever could happen if it was a gunshot. But how would somebody getting injected? The story goes that I heard a security guard, and by that I mean some random person hired off Craigslist for ten dollars or eleven dollars an hour. They give a a yellow shirt to with some security badge on it, and he went to a medical tent saying he was injected with something, and they did find a stab wound on his neck. But my question is, how does that spread so quickly to cause a riot? You know what I mean? I don't... I mean, they're going to be looking into this, but that's just... That's just assuming one person's doing the injecting, right? Yeah. It could have been multiple yeah, people. That's true, if, but I mean... Even if there was any type of things going on. You know? He had to be revived with Narcan, We can't even confirm that. that oh, no. We have, right? I mean, no idea. Like, they didn't say anything at all. Like, I think right now you're going to see people a little bit more kind of closed-minded right now. Or closed, closed mouth. I mean, until... um. The stuff kind of, you know, and see more details are found out because they don't want to look stupid, but they have yeah, to respond. This is respond. definitely one of those stories we're gonna have to circle back on. Them we more will. Details actually come come to light, and so we're not just you know spreading on rumors that are going around. So but, true. But I mean, it, but it's kind of odd that it's been a few days now, and like all the details. Well, it's only a day. It happened. Well, no, you're right. Well, okay, it's been so like it was two days. Right? It was really late at night on the fifth. Usually, it takes a day for like yeah. things to kind of get squared away. It has like, been like a day and a half. Night. True. You know what I mean, we had a party last night, so I've lost track of time. <laughs> I can't believe Odie's like so passed out over there so silently. He's, he's tired. I think he's for a tuckered walk, out maybe. from his tuckered out from his party last night. All right, Mr. Jesse, I got a story just for you. All right, okay. got some uh, California news, constitutional California news. Um, a city in California is doing something real interesting. I want to hear your take on this. We'll be right back with Jesse's genius politics. Jesse, he'll never say his real name on air. 
But listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. Yes. So, all right. We got a city in California, Jesse. The, their city council has voted to become a constitutional republic. Um, I don't even really know what that means, but that sounds like the same thing when, like, Texas would be like, we're coming away from the union or something. Is that like that kind of thing? I don't know. I haven't heard that story. What's more background on it? Um, so it's Orv- O-R-O-V-L- Orville? I don't even know. O-Oreoville? That's what it kind of looks like. But there's like two O's. I don't know. You know my pronunciations. just bad, bad indeed. I actually have a clip. So let's... Let's play that clip that we have in the system. It's, I think this is actual. This is the this is the city council declaring COVID independence. Let's see what we got. The city of Oroville is getting national attention tonight for announcing that they will not follow controversial orders issued by the governor or the president. The fight stems from a number of federal and state pandemic protection mandates, and tonight we're getting answers on why city leaders are taking this step. Oroville city leaders are launching a resolution revolution. Motion carries. In a six to one vote, the city council declared Oroville a constitutional republic city. This mandate is not saying we're against laws or for anarchy. Vice Mayor Scott Thompson saying it's the city's effort to send a strong message to federal and state leaders. I think it's time for us to draw a line in the sand and say enough is enough. The resolution resolves to not enforce, quote, any executive orders issued by the state of California or by the United States federal government that are overreaching or clearly violate our constitutionally protected rights. The move comes amid the controversy over closing businesses during the pandemic, along with mask and vaccine mandates. We're not talking about one mandate that's been pushed on us recently. It's a barrage of mandates. This is disgusting. It makes me mad. Liza West is among the residents who oppose the resolution. I think that we all believe in in applying the law and agreeing and following the law. And this is just ridiculous. So does Oroville have the right to disregard state and federal orders? Ultimately, this would be determined by a court. UC Davis law professor Lisa Pruitt says the resolution may not have any binding legal authority. The strong presumption Uh, would be that the city of Oroville does not have the power to do this. I see this as primarily a gesture. A constitutional conflict with these city leaders fighting for more local control. It makes a statement that says, you know, enough's enough. We're done. We're tired. And a lawsuit protesting the governor's emergency powers. That is like, okay, odd, right? I mean, strange, you know? I mean, I think somewhat that has happened before with, like, different legislation where... uh, you know, community comes together and say, we're, we're not going to listen to the state or the, the government. But, I mean, they're not in a position to, to do that. Um, I mean, so. that's, not to use the T word, but doesn't, like, constitutional and federal law trump state law? Um, yeah, it does. But then, you know, you talk about that, but then you, like, look at marijuana. Like, there's states that have marijuana legal, but technically it is illegal federally, but the government has just chosen not to so prosecute. The, the, like, the state has the ability to, to put it to a vote, and so the state can decide whether or not you know it decides to do something, but that's not even the case here also. So it's trying to go up against the state as well as the federal government, uh-huh. so which doesn't put them in a, in a good position. 
Well, I mean, he just won. I mean, that whole nonsense of for, you know, wow, what was it like impeaching him or recalling him or whatever? It's like, eh, whatever. Who cares? Rednecks will be rednecks, I say. All right, we're going to take a break and we're going to get some local Las Vegas news. All right, what do you think about that, Mr. Jesse? Let's do it. I know we're enjoying our, uh, our new clip, too. Let's play that. like Las Vegas will soon be a majority minority city. Oh, is that right? So okay. um, this article just came out on yesterday, I believe. Nope, sorry, the fifth, two days ago. Um, it says, headline, Las Vegas will soon become a majority minority city. Diverse communities are transforming the silver state rapidly. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, a lot of people yeah. are moving from other parts of the country as well as, you know, I mean, there, it's been a trend with um, in white population not having as many kids, uh, which has been done. But Vegas is the Latino population has grown immensely. But it's not just you know the Latino community that's created this you know this trend. It's the the AAPI community, um, which has grown exponentially in the Vegas region as well, um, which is which has been great because they've there's been a lot of people in the AAPI community that have filled gaps in nursing and education. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, they're doing a lot of the jobs that have been left undone here in Vegas. So it's, it's been a great thing because the, the economy has been enjoying the benefits of this growing diversification here in the state of Nevada. And I think there's something to be said about that because, like, you and I just have discussions sometimes about, like, white people and different races. Me, I'm white, you're Mexican. Um, and, like, you and the way you deal with your family, it's more of a helpful when you guys are help each other more financially and not even financially, just like all kinds of things. Just like there's no guilt or anything like in white families. There's a lot of like, well, I did this. So in your face, what are you going to do for me? Um, and I think that that leads to maybe a more of a, hos- a hospitality, t- caregiving kind of culture. And maybe that is why Asian people and Latinos are more uh, gravitated towards nursing and things like that. Yeah, But it's also, I think with like in regards to family, it's, um, being being a minority, you face a lot of difficulties, and you have to stick together in order to succeed. And that's where like the strong family unit has mm-hmm. kind of come together, where you have to help each other because you know the system and like so many other things are already working against you. 
So why make family another hindrance to your prosperity? So yeah. that's always been like the things with minorities trying to like, you know, work as a family unit as a set of Yes, I like it. That's I mean that's. But can I? Can I? What you got to do sometimes. The article you're talking about. Can I get one one thing? Yeah, yeah, you, you might be saying this, but I don't know because it ties in. Um, Nevada is third after Hawaii and California, top three most diverse in the country. That's that's pretty. That's that's huge. I had no idea, right? Yeah, that's huge. So go ahead, your turn. But I was going to say in that article, it says twenty percent of our healthcare workers in Nevada or AAPI, and 400 teachers in Clark County School District were specifically recruited from the Philippines over the past four years. Huh. So, Makes sense, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's so funny that we say these things because we see them in the real world, and then, you know, it's like there are facts and stats to, to prove them. Um, if you flip to the next story, have you seen the new Station Casino ads? Um, I have actually. So, like the first one on the or station casino is a group of casinos around here. It's kind of more of like a hometown. They're not really on the strip, but they're they're nice. They're cute. They've been around yeah, they're forever. More, they're, they're more catered to the locals. Locals and or people from like older people or people wanting something different or I don't know. But anyway, one of their new billboards says, "Shout out to everyone that moved here, quote, just for a couple of years and never left." I saw another one that said, "Thank you for the people that are still here." If you haven't been evicted yet, and they did that obviously during like the shutdown, people are getting evicted. That's um, kind of clever, and it shows what what we're saying that people are moving here and they're accepting it. And um, it's such a blended community here. And uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, is also a very transient city. Um, but unfortunately, those things come sometimes with bad schools. I was just looking up North Carolina schools; they're like number forty-three now. We used to be like top five. Yeah, it's, it's sad. But in, in reference to Station Casino, they're also expanding also. So they're going to be building a new resort-style casino on Durango, um, which is like the southwest part of Vegas. Oh, yeah. Like, we looked at some houses down there. Yeah. I, I, I like Station Casino. You can tell they're trying to rebrand. Um, this must be their new kind of campaign. Is Dear Las Vegas. They used to call us nowhere on the map. So what are the odds that that place so empty will become so full? Full of people who make this place home. So how does such a place exist? By treating each and every person the same way, like family. So I like that. That's good. They're doing a good job. Doing a good job. I mean, that's one of those things, like, I think you and I, like, we're, when we see an ad, we're like, oh, that was good. Because every other ad before that, Although you are hearing it, it's just like it's just like background noise. Yeah, like I mean, so good. when you're actually able to like do something innovative, or even if it's like controversial or just kind of catchy or something like, oh, look what they posted. You know what I mean, it, it grabs people's attention and gets people talking about it. Stump I mean, that's, marketing. That's I mean, that's basically what it that's is. That's an effective marketing campaign. Yeah. Well, in other Las Vegas news, um, I hate doing flip floppy stories. You know, I hate being a flip flopper, Jesse, but. I guess I'm not the flip-flopper here, but Clark County School Trustees are requesting the board reconsider the termination of the former superintendent, Jesus Jara. Yeah, so, I heard about that. I mean, all right, so it looks like the trustees voted th four to three to terminate the contract before. Uh, let's just play the article, I guess, since we have it. If we can get it without a commercial. What do you think about, well, I think it's about to play. This is doing a commercial, but all right. So they voted four to three to terminate. So that was only like one off, you know. All right, mm -hmm. let's see what they got. 
God fucking damn it. Sorry. How rude of me. Let's try again. Alright, who cares? What do you think about that? So we know I was just, so that's what they did. They voted to terminate, but now they're saying, like, what's the deal here? Like they don't want to just have to worry about it. Is it the money? Like I said, people don't want to pay this person all that money to, to for no reason. I think his contract ends next year. I honestly I haven't really done much um into you know the whole superintendent position but i know people feel a certain way about it and people a lot of people were happy about him you know being removed from that position but he is paid a substantial amount of money and one of the things he did while he was leaving i think he gave like an additional forty thousand dollars to himself and some other board members on his way out which is controversial as well interesting but i have to look into um more of like him being reinstated or even discussing the reinstatement of of jesus barra um It'd be interesting to see how that plays out. It says something about they have up to a year to reconsider an agenda item, and they're using that for to be able to do this. I don't know stuff like this. Is this again? This is what pisses people off. Like, take somebody out, put them back, and that's on the, the thing about we were substantial and then high risk and then substantial and high risk. It's just stupid. Nobody fucking cares. Just like you know, get back to normal. Let people live their lives. Oh God. All right. Well, let's talk about something a little more positive. <laughs> Um, let's see. Can I get piano? Uh, it's way too early for Christmas music. That's not allowed until December 1st, at least. But, uh, the Nevada Northern Railroad Museum is getting into the Christmas spirit, Jesse. They're having, like, a Santa reindeer fly train. Like, you can, like, come up there and, like, it's almost be set up like the North Pole from November 20th to December 28th. You can almost, like, take, like, a Santa sleigh ride. It looks really cool. That is kind of cool. And, like, it's, it's like the train to the North Pole kind of thing. And then they have Santa there. Um, Do you see the pictures? Where it's, I like, somebody comes through and it's all yeah. decorated and there's, like, a chef's hat. And Santa sits on the lap. That's totally, like, a rich white kid thing right there. It's in Summerlin? Is that where it is? No, it's not in Summerlin. Okay. This sounds like something that would be in Summerlin. Yeah, see, like, they didn't even get any diversity in this photo. It's literally all white children, Jesse. Oh, I think I might see one little brown girl over there. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. So that's what I'm saying. Like, not everybody gets these fun little benefits and things like that that other kids get. You know, it's just not always fair, but try to look for something cheap out there. There's always Christmas lights in your neighborhood you could drive through, you know? Mm-hmm, I agree. We almost died one year when I was a kid. We were uh, going to see some free Christmas lights at this place called McCaddenville um, in North Carolina. It's known as like Christmas Village. Um, and there's like a bridge. And I guess some guy, he was like a, uh, had heart issues and a smoker, overweight. He blacked out behind the wheel and he pushed a smaller car underneath my parents minivan this is like the 90s so there's minivan involved obviously and the van was like sitting up like this like on a ledge over the edge of like a bridge and my dad like had to pull us out of the car and then my dad like pulled this man out and like it was a scene jesse it was i could i barely remember it that's interesting almost lost ashley oh god <laughs> well i thought your dad come on the show and tell us that's what uh-huh. all right Speaking of car crashes, unfortunately, we uh, just have to get into one little last bit of this Las Vegas Raiders player, and then that's all I'm going to talk about of this until we get some more 
Um, and some more news on that, so we'll be right back. All right, so it looks like he, uh, Henry Ruggs III is facing up to 40 years in prison uh, after this DUI possible uh, alleged accident after he left Top Golf here in Las Vegas. And a 23-year-old woman and her dog were killed. Uh, I guess he had a gun in the car, Jesse. Did you hear about this? I heard about that, yeah. There's like a gun involved, and he was going up to 150000 um, His bail was posted for 150000 I was reading. But um, he was driving faster than his bail was, 156 miles per hour. Jeez. I keep wanting to say 1,000. But yeah, hundred. I don't think my I have an Audi, and I don't even think it goes that high. I haven't, to be honest, I've never looked because I I have a I have a little alarm. If I hit eighty, it makes a beep. Oh, it drives me crazy. Because I don't want to get a. First of all, I don't want to get a ticket. I'm not the best driver in the world, and I don't want to hurt somebody else. Driving just has so many liabilities involved. It makes me nervous. Like I don't know. You know, um, but like you know, my thing was like driving in the desert. There's there's times where there's nothing around you. And you can kind of coast back past 80 miles an hour. No, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, no, I think it's 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 smart. Every time I've I've you know had the alarm go off in your car, it's like oh, okay, I'm gonna slow down a bit. It kind of makes you look right, like yeah, catch yourself. Well, um, let's play this clip from this is this is on Yahoo Sports, but it is here because this is the um, ugh, what's his face, this kid, whatever. What's play? It doesn't matter. Before that deadly crash, and rugs were spotted at Top Golf, right near the Las Vegas Strip. And 13 Action News sports reporter Tina Wynn is taking a look at those details and the text message Derek Carr got that night. Well, Top Golf is certainly getting a lot of attention because this was where Henry Ruggs was just hours before the crash. Quarterback Derek Carr mentioned earlier today how he received a text message from Ruggs around midnight about his golf swing. And it certainly has been an emotional day for Carr and the Raiders as they continue to process what has been happening. Overall, it was a day filled with a lot of raw emotions as interim head coach Rich Passaccia and quarterback Derek Carr spoke to the media just hours ago. Passaccia in his opening statement saying how the Raiders love Ruggs but are aware of how his actions has now altered the lives of not just his, but also many others. Derek Carr even tearing up a bit towards the end of his press conference when he spoke about what it was like to walk past Ruggs' locker today. There's no blueprint for this. There's no, there's no handbook that they give you for the obstacles that you occur, um, whether you're a, a parent, whether you're a teacher, whether you're, you know, my dad drove a truck. So there's no blueprint for these things. And, um, I just think we all lean on each other in there. There's a lot of other coaches that we have on staff that have a lot of experiences. We have players that have gone through other things, so I think we've done a good job of communicating with each other. Oh, Logan might be calling on. Oh, no. News alert from Oh, Logan. it is Logan. All right. Let's see if I can do this correctly. Logan? Call out to press one. Descend I will say I walked by Logan. And, you know, saw Henry's locker today and... Oh, hey, hey, what's it's up? Logan. What's up? what's up, Logan? Let me figure out this headphone situation. Sorry. Him and Leo are you the worst what? with the headphones. You know when you wash your clothes and you leave your headphones in and like they get all tangled? Oh, God. oh yeah, yeah. I've done that before. I've yes. done that before. <laughs> what are you doing, Mr. Logan? We haven't seen you in a while. Here, while you're getting that ready, we'll do a little Logan intro. Just chill for a second. Logan. 
This reformed Mormon and political insider's positive Gen Z attitude will make you want to puke. Grab that bed pan and make way for splatter. This is the Doctor Whoever Project. Get your mind right at DoctorWhoever.com. You get those headphones right yet? Wait, was I supposed to hear something? Uh, no, you can't hear. Um, the phone system uh, doesn't hear the computer because it's just too much. But if you called in through the Ring Central, you would hear everything. Alright, is, is my sound better now? No, you sound much yeah, you better, sound, actually. You sound good. You he sound sounds good. pretty clear. How are you? What's going on? Nice. Yeah, you missed our party last night. I guess you were out partying. What, were you guys go to some Travis well, Scott concert? So we, we went, we, like, about two months ago. Have you heard of Rufus the Soul? It's like a... I don't really know how to describe the genre. They're like a... ED, not ED, they're like electronic, but every every one of their songs has lyrics. It's kind of like, hmm. I don't I don't really know how to describe them, but you probably know some of their songs, and we went to their concert uh, they at called? the downtown event. Rufus Du Soul. Rufus? It's like the last, yeah, R-U-F-U-S, and then D-U. Oh, yeah, I've and seen then, that. Now that you, like, I've seen that, like, written like that. I don't know, what was that, Swedish Yeah, you definitely... You've definitely heard of them. You definitely heard of them before. I mean, you definitely heard some of their music before. Yeah, yeah. You're jamming out to this? This, this is some of that smoking weed music? It was good vibes. It was good. And the downtown events, I don't know if you guys have been, but it's like there's a lot of space and it's outside. Um, and it was really good weather. Yeah, I, you, I have to admit, like, the weather's been amazing in Vegas the last uh, few days. Right? Yeah. It's super- Feels like California weather. I'm telling you, like, no, it's great. Like, Vegas is it. very similar to, to California weather, except for those three months where you're sweating balls outside. But, like, other than that, it's, yeah. like, it's like, pretty legit, the weather out here. Yeah, Liz, how was that fair for you guys? It, it was great. It was great. We had a really good time, uh, Brian. Uh, Mr. Whoever, Dr. Whoever made some beef bourguignon. He made some sushi. <laughs> sushi. We had uh, homemade we had, sushi, beef we had, bourguignon. Uh, the drink oh, menu gosh. was margaritas and uh, Moscow mules. Um, so can you guys do? Can you guys do one again? No, that's I, that's why we like did this like a little test run, see how people would be like if we had a party. It's like, cause I'm ready, man. I'm go. Let's go. Let's party. Let's get. Let's get masks off faces. Let's go. You know, let's do some shit. You know, <laughs> fucking ready. I'm tired of this nonsense. And I think this month we've been to what, like at least ten events this month. I think everybody's ready to get back to normal. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like it's so weird because, like, at the casino, like we were like downtown Vincent is close to casinos, and like when we walked into the casinos, like nobody had a like there was always people with masks on but like i would say it was about half and half and they used to be like super strict about masks. oh yeah like i took jesse to the gym for the first time about a month ago and i was like come with me i promise you i've been going already for i'd already been going for like a month or two yeah and like one day i walked in and i had the mask because i'd been putting it off i hadn't been going so i was just tired of wearing that stupid mask and I'm not going to buy a special gym mask either, or one of those ones, but anyway. But there was this other, like, white guy walking up, blonde hair. He's kind of cute. I was like, oh, so um, I see you um, don't have a no mask on your face. And he's like, yeah, man, just don't ask, don't tell. I'm like, okay, I can don't ask, don't tell. I've been doing that for, I've been doing that for most of my life. <laughs> I got you there. And then I like, Jesse, come on. It's like, I tell you, like, the mask, like, it's... It's where people are choosing to do it. Like, we were in an event for one of yeah. his people, and we were kind of volunteering. 
and nobody had masks on in the beginning when they were setting up, but then all of a sudden they were like, oh yeah, now it's time to all put masks on. I was like, all right, I'm just going to walk away then. I just, you know. Yeah, see, that's weird. And like, I understand the purpose of That's why people mask, hate that shit. But when they become, yeah, when they become like, where it's just like a thing where people are just wearing it just for like, lift, just for show. Yeah. It's like now and everywhere you like, go, there's like five gallons of hand sanitizer just for show, you know, just so you can show. It's just, uh-huh. well, wait, yeah. well, speaking of reasons we lost the well, Virginia the lo- governor lo- race. Lo- Logan has some, uh, <laughs> you have some big news for us, don't you? Our, one of our, one of our, <laughs> old, uh, our correspondents that comes on the show, uh, Lawyer Abby, is officially oh, yeah. a lawyer now. Lawyer Abby. Yeah, she's, she's a lawyer. She got, she got uh, officially sworn in. So, so it's like super. So she has like the license. Does she have a gavel? You should give her like a gavel. Whenever she gets mad at you, she can just like whack it. She's not a judge. <laughs> Whatever. She'll yeah, be one day. She's not a judge, but the oath was pretty official. Like she had a judge. Like she had to put her raise her right hand, and uh, you know, I solemnly swear to do this and this and this. And... I solemnly swear that I'm up to no good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what, I, that's what I was thinking the whole time. Um, or where that tank yeah, for Halloween? Crazy. But it's crazy. She's a lawyer now. I uh, know. I'm gonna be. I'm, just wait till I need a lawyer. I mean, I will. I mean, I'm surprised I don't already. Right. It's so nice that it's so nice to have a lawyer just like in your network. When well, Kalani's new girlfriend and they seem to be fairly serious. They were over here last yeah, night. Yeah, I talked to. She's a lawyer too now. <laughs> yeah, I talked to her. She was at uh, cool because uh, Kalani's girlfriend and Abby are best friends. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um. I talked to her because she was at the swearing-in, too, and um, I think she was getting sworn in either the day the after next day, or... Yeah, the next day. She got yeah, the next day, so... Yeah, man. It's big time. I, I, I mean, I guess we, us three got to get our shit together. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> God. I, think I think Jesse's doing just fine over there. No, no, he is. He is. <laughs> What are you um? So what are you? What are you doing? Like what are you um? What you got doing for work? Who are you working for now? Are you working for anybody interesting? So are you working on any I, interesting campaigns? Well, so um, I'm doing. I'm working about 20 hours right now as a grad assistant for the Nevada Homeless Alliance, um, and we essentially work on some more like policy stuff about um, kind of like how to formulate policies to help the homeless problem, not just like, oh, you see a homeless person and you, you know, give them clothes, you give them food, yeah, that's helpful, but really what we need to end the problem is more policy solutions to actually um, make it make it less homelessness rare and brief. Rare um, and brief, so been, okay. So that's, rare so that's, and brief. That's a good keyword, you know, what, not what as good some, as defund yeah, the police. Yeah. But what what are some good. of the ideas that have, have come up? I know, like, you know, a lot of cities like LA have like built like shelters or housing units. Um, is it is it like it's not a one solution kind of problem, right? It's it's like multi like getting people their drivers license, right. you know, mental health issues, medication. Um, it's it's a lot, right? Job training. Mm-hmm. And and so going to the so many solutions. Going to that, we've been going and meeting with county commissioners. And presenting them with basically um, kind of a checklist or a, kind of a uh, what needs to be done um, type of thing. Um, like we'll say, okay, this needs to be done, and this is how much money it's going to take um, to be allotted or to, to that problem. And I mean, these are big numbers. So some of these numbers 
are in the millions of dollars because the, the city needs to, you know, they've been behind, the county and the city have been behind putting investments um, that are actually going to build up the infrastructure and help with the mental health and actually help um, make homelessness not something that's going to keep happening and be reoccurring. Because in my opinion right now, when we do the pop-up events, like we do pop-up, the homelessness is pop-up events where we do like hand out clothes and help people get driver's license and all this stuff. Those help, but really it just keeps the homeless people on their feet. It doesn't really help end their homelessness. Well, nobody wants Uh, to be homeless, but people, people overlook the the specific causes that could all be very unique, but also similar sometimes that cause homeless, you know, drug addiction, uh, I don't know, just mm-hmm. fights with parents, who knows, uh, medical issues, like people, uh, mental health, like you said, just, I, just losing a job. Like so many people, um, my the lady was cutting my hair before the pandemic. I went back to her and she told me she had to sleep in her car for like two weeks because she got evicted. Mm. Like, you know, like, and that was just a brief period of time. Um, so, I mean, and she's right. a normal person. Like unemployment benefits are one of those things yeah. that have been put in place to prevent homelessness to hopefully get you, give you mm-hmm. enough time to get back on your but feet. But as we learned, so many people are an independent more, contractor. There, there's more that needs and, to be done for, yeah. for other individuals. There's too many loopholes. There's too many gray zones where things are not monitored. Like if you're if you're working a job, you should have all the same rights as someone else for unemployment and um, the and paid think, time off. Yeah, and, and I think like what that. a lot of people don't know is, especially here in Vegas, that there's this whole underground system of people living underneath the, the, the tunnels sewers. In, in Las Vegas uh, of homelessness. Yes, so wait, so actually we went and did a. Uh, so there's this organization, what you're saying, the organization called Shine a Light, oh. and the guy who started it, he actually lived in the tunnels for three years. There's another one called Holy uh, Smoke. They were on intervention. Yeah, I, 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 there, there probably is multiple because it yeah, is yeah. like a, like Ruben was saying, it's a big population. Oh, it's huge um, under there. It looks, it's got to be like I hear there's like. The meth tunnel and like the heroin tunnel and like the crack tunnel. Yes. And like, it's governed by, it's almost like tribal, like in Africa you would see something, but it's like these tribes underneath underneath there. Mm-hmm. Next time you go, call me. I'll come volunteer. I'd love to. Um, <laughs> I love so to I want that. to go, I want to go, me and another student that are doing uh, work with the Homeless Alliance. We went and we did this 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 event where we, we stood outside the tunnels and as the non people in the nonprofit they went down there they had headlamps and flashlights and boots and long sleeve shirts and long sleeve pants that were protected um, and as these people were coming out because there was there was a some housing they were getting some kind of a housing grant they had like seventy five housing grants where if you were living in the tunnel that day and you got you were willing to get out of the tunnel, that you could go and get and, and get housing right then and See, there. That's what you need, like right then, to like help people right then, not like mm-hmm. oh yeah, do this, do that, check these boxes, we'll help you. No, these people at their lowest of low, like they mm-hmm. want help mm-hmm. now, and it's and it's not just helping them. By helping them, you're helping. A lot of these people probably have children down there, you know. Too, it's like that's the sad thing about it, and. If they don't have children down there, they probably have them up here, and maybe they're homeless. And it, the one person, individual, that is homeless and dirty, and you just walk by them, you know, they're just that one person. But surrounding them is probably a whole community that like cares about them and is stressed out about them and is trying to help them. 
and that causes them issues in their own life. So it's it's just a right. cycle, you know. And as we become more aware of drug addiction and things like that and mental health, I think this wall start to pan out and it's it's not it's not like it's an easy process. Like I was talking to my dad yesterday. And um, I was like, yeah, so they uh, they voted to, you know, move forward with the roads and the bridges. And you're always talking about, he's a truck driver. So he's always talking about how these roads are so rough. Oh, the roads will beat you to death. Oh, I need to get a chiropractor. And then I was like, oh, yeah, so um, they said they're going to work on some of these roads. Oh, well, that'll take forever. I don't know. And it's like, so you can't win with these people. Can't not win, I say. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like um, Condoleezza Rice, she was on The View, I think, the other day. Um, she was talking about, like, uh, she got asked if she would go back to Washington, and her response is like, hell no, it's time for the younger generation, you know, it's like, my dad and them, I think, have passed their time, like, he's older than your parents, your parents are, you know, still kind of in the game, I think, but, like, I think a lot of older people are here crinkling something over there, Mr. Jesse, that's okay, you make mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. like We got snacks in the studio. Uh-huh, but, um, so, like... I think some older people were just kind of, why am I going to help out these kids? We didn't have this help. Mm-hmm. I think there's almost some kind of jadedness of like, well, I had to pay for college. Why shouldn't everybody else have to pay for college? You know what I'm saying? And they say that when they, when they paid for college, though, it was $6,000. Like even people like years. with medical issues, you'd be like, hey, you would have free insurance. And you still can. They'd be like, no, I don't want to because the liberals would like that too much. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. like, yeah, uh-huh. it's just, People don't understand, like, it's like these companies are taking everything, like Walmart, Amazon, or, like, everything now. Uh, Even Main Street businesses that are still surviving, they can't get their stuff to open up their stores, they're saying, because the distributors are sending everything to the big box retailers first. So it's like, Mm -hmm. we're giving all of our money to... uh, so smooth, so, so, such a small little bucket nowadays. It used to be, you know, you'd go to Jim and John and Ashley or whoever, and you know, like, I even go to like a salon now that's a chain to get my hair cut. Like, I used to go to like a normal person. And, you know what I'm saying? It's like, that's how we uh-huh. are now. So, like, tax these bitches. Like, if somebody said 10 years ago, told me that oh, Am- me. Amazon is going to be like fucking the biggest thing in the world and why you just buy my books off of it for economics class like you would have rolled your eyes you know but in mm-hmm. where they've come you, you who knows what's going to happen in the next 10 years with all the innovation so let's take this money from these giant companies that we're giving all the money to well that was what i'm forgetting what I, what I saw today it was something with elon musk he did an online poll so elon musk doesn't uh have he he doesn't make a salary. He doesn't, uh, and he doesn't like give himself benefits. The only fun, the only wealth that he has is all in stocks, um, and he doesn't. He barely owns any assets either. So if he doesn't have a salary or any assets, then he can't be taxed. Well, so right? I think they're well, saying it's like tax the company, not tax the person. Is what I think the issue right. so, that they so were what, what, trying to get at. So what he with online? So what Biden has been wanting to do, which um, you can believe in it or not believe in it, but is make it so billionaires who own stocks when they make when they make a substantial amount of money on gains in their mm-hmm, stocks, mm-hmm. like stock options. Right, right. Those are called unrealized gains because they haven't actually so got the right money now, yet. But they will get yeah, the money at some point. Mm-hmm, yeah, it. those can't be taxed right now. But Biden wants to start making those to be able to be taxed so that the wealth can be more spread around. And people like Elon Musk, 
who owe no salary and have no assets technically on paper and owe, have all their wealth in the, in the stock stock um, can then be taxed on unrealized gains. And that should uh, be. I mean, that's that's kind of what they were talking about years ago about doing that with like the stock market. And when, um, I can't remember what they even called it, like hedge funds and things like that, they would just hold on to money and just hold it and hold it and hold it. And then it would grow and grow and grow. But for 20 years, it was growing, yeah, but you weren't getting any taxes off of it. So kind of what Logan was saying is like taxing unrealized like gains uh, would essentially no, tell, close, tell, like, which Unrealized, that's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a buzzword. What does yeah. that mean? Which means like that means you, that haven't, you haven't cashed go. out and like there's, there's no set limit to how small the stock could be or how large it could actually grow to. So there's like you, you have – it hasn't realized its potential or hasn't depreciated, depreciated its potential. But it's a loophole mm-hmm. – that billionaires use to avoid paying taxes. And can't they get tax breaks if they do lose money too? Like if you lose money, can't you write that off? Uh, I'm not. I'm not really sure. I, I don't really. I don't really know a lot about tax That's law, the thing. But... See, that's the thing. We don't know enough. That's like that's just the new generation of younger kids. They're gonna know so much more about like. I, we didn't know about stock market and stuff like that when I was a kid. It wasn't my parents weren't talking about the stock market, and if they were, it was like in a making fun of somebody way that they thought they were going to get rich off the stock market. Tons of people got rich off stock market. You know what I mean? It's like I think it's from growing up in the South too. It's living in the South, you're almost a little bit behind from people in big cities, and if you stay there mm-hmm. for too long, mm-hmm. you know you you just do you. The world passes you by. Um, things just change. Uh-huh. Change under your feet. Well, you want to talk about drugs with us real quick, or do you want to roll? <laughs> no, I'll talk about drugs. All right, all right I'm gonna do. A, let's take a little break, and we'll pull up the article. Uh, Planet Thirteen is in the news from Las Vegas. We'll get to that here in a second. We got drugs on Doctor Whoever. We'll be right back. This is your brain, and this is heroin. This is what happens to your brain after snorting heroin. Medication. So when we say benzos, obviously we're talking about Ativan, Xanax, Clonopin, you know, all those, right? All the benzos. Yeah. I can drink coffee. I think weed's a similar thing in my But it made my life so much easier yeah. when I was sick. This makes me want to. No, this is what heroin does. Alright, so Planet 13 is encouraging guests to donate canned food this month during their stoned soup drive. I love it. Stoned soup drive. Okay, that's good. That's a good name. So you've heard of, anybody heard of this? This, is, this just came out, so it's fairly new, I guess. Um, this came out. they're going to have to give out a lot of food because of all the people are stoned. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this is a good thing. This came out yesterday, November 6th, Planet 13, fundraiser. Um, the dispensary, alongside with Green Leaf Productions, they're going to host the drive for the second year. I guess it's the second time um, for the Las Vegas Rescue Mission, Share Village Las Vegas, and SafeNet this year. 
So you're going to get special treats. So if you bring like a certain amount of cans, you get a special treat. Um, let's see. How many have to do? Okay, so guests who donate 10 to 19 cans get one surprise. <laughs> they call it a surprise. And uh, if you donate between 20 and 30, you get two surprises. And in between 30 and 40, you get three surprises. So who knows what these surprises could be. <laughs> but um, let's say they got some cool sponsors. Haha <laughs> Edibles. Coco Nugs, Silver State Wellness, Packwoods, all kinds of cool stuff. We're definitely going to go do this. If you give them food, they give you weed? Apparently so. Um, There's going to be so many empty pantries around Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> we're just going to like go in their mom's pantry and just like steal everything that they got. Love it. It's like last year, there were over 50,000 donations, and they're hoping to match or exceed their number this holiday season. Guests looking to donate can stop by Planet 13 starting November 6th until November 20th this year, obviously 2021. We're definitely going to go by there and do that. We're going to take them 40 cans, Mr. Jesse. Let's do it. We'll do it. What else we got? What else we got? Um, all right, let's get into, um, I know, Logan and Logan, Abby Goat. Logan wanted to talk a little bit more about Ashley. Yeah, that's what I say. I'm about to get into that, so... Let me get into that. Uh, we'll take a little break, and we'll be right back, and we'll um, talk to them. So I know they go to all those kind of concerts, and this is not my thing, so we'll get into Logan. This could affect your test results. Yes, this Get could your affect your test results. Alright, so um, I just looked up uh, Travis Scott, and the first song that comes up is titled Escape Plan. I mean, that's just that's just a coincidence. Um, I'll, I'll play that in the background, but um, like we were talking about a little bit earlier about Travis Scott's concert had this, um, was it a stampede, Logan? What was it? So... At the beginning of the, and this is based on a variety of Instagram posts and YouTube videos that I've watched, some of them more, more unreliable or reliable than others, but at the beginning of the concert, there was basically a barrier, a fence that was broken. This is back at the beginning of the day, um, and there was a barrier that was broken, and a bunch of people started rushing in through the security gates that either didn't have tickets or weren't getting screened or checked. Okay. So there was there was more people in the in the facility in Astroworld, which is a basically an amusement park and events place that Travis Scott built in Houston, Texas. And he built he, it. This is like his thing. Like this is like his. He's the guy that he, runs this. So yeah, so he's from Houston. Who, and he, keep in mind who Travis Scott is linked I don't, with. This is with mm. Kylie, Kylie Jenner. Oh, see, he's I don't a know. He's a multi-billionaire also. Oh, that's... Are they married? They have kids. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. Keep going, um, Logan. Keep going. Yeah, I mean, super, super, like, famous. Like, the, the most... Probably the most famous rapper. Uh, he's up with Drake and everybody right now. Oh, okay. Um, so, there was a... At the beginning of the festival... 
so something afternoon there was a barrier that was broken, a fence that was broken, and people started rushing through the fence. And if you watch the video, you can see some security guards who are actually on horseback that are basically struggling to keep these people back. I mean, they're, they're all kids. They're probably between, like, ages of, like, 14 to 21. They're all about that age. Um, and they're just running in. Um, the kids are the security guards. The, the kids are. Okay. Yeah, so let's just um, say, he, didn't he have a McDonald's thing? Like, he had a McDonald's burger or some shit like that? Yeah. Okay, yeah. so that's so, what I mean, we're talking it, about. The kind of, maybe not the highest educated type of people, younger, well, I mean, skewed, kind most, of younger. Yeah, they're all younger. Okay. Yeah, most of his crowd, okay. most of his crowd is probably between like 12 and 20. Gotcha. Ages 12 and 20. Um, So that was at the beginning of the day. Okay, so then I don't really know. I'm, I'm sure there's people that know about this kind of the timeline, but um, obviously the people who actually had tickets were still being. The concert was sold out, so the t- people with action tickets were still being let in. So at this point, you're having a many, many people who should not be in the concert, and it's going to be too full, right? Mm. It's, it's not a safe number of people. Well, so, got, but the mayor and everybody said they could have held like 250,000 there, is what it was appropriate for, is what they claimed. But yes, you're right, because I run events. That doesn't mean your setup and your barricades and your current footprint, is what they call it, activation footprint was appropriately set up for that many people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Because the it. barriers could be... Because they could set up metal barriers that made it so there's supposed to be less people, right? Oh, you can set up barriers all day. I remember uh, when I was, like, in high school or right out of high school, I went back to Charlotte for New Year's Eve. They call it the QC, the Queen City, and they drop a crown. I remember a riot breaking out. They stole the goddamn police officers' bicycles and threw the bicycles at them. Like, the people will take over. I mean, they, they can take over. And guess what? They didn't have that festival for, like, five more years. But, all right, continue. Uh-huh. Example. So, then, what I what I know, and there's, I'll talk about the, the rumor that has been going around after this that the Travis Scott people said happened, but there was... People started pushing, pushing, basically pushing from the back up to the front of the concert. And there was a barricade at the front. So when you start getting pushed, right, you're going to have crush. Like your people are oh, going to yeah. start getting crushed because there's so many people you can't move. And then when you, when you can't move anymore, then it's to where your, your body is starting to be crushed. And then if you somebody falls down, they can't move or get up, so they're going to be trampled. So a lot of bad things can happen, right? So like almost people, like at the Three Doors Down concert, like we could have almost been trampled there if we were like if that would have been more people. Imagine that times yeah, like ten. Like that was only yeah, what three hundred people, and there was a, almost an issue. Imagine if there would have been just a rush of like thousands of like a bunch of hundreds of more people all at once in the Three Doors Down concert. We could have been in that situation. Yeah. Um. So people. Uh, People are starting to get... So they tried to stop the concert. At one point, Travis Scott stopped the concert and said... And they stopped the music and said, hold up, hold up, hold up. There's a guy that's passed out, obviously because he was either trampled or squished and he didn't have oxygen. Um, And there's accounts of people that were at the concert, uh, fans, who... You can watch them. I mean, they were talking about how people were turning black and blue... Um, there was people who were passed out, getting stepped on and trampled on. There was people screaming. There was people who were bloody. Um, and everybody, st- and there's people at the front who kept saying, 
go back, go back, go back. And, of course, the music's loud. They can't hear. So people are still just pushing up, pushing the crowd. Um, and, yeah, I mean, and what made it worse is that there wasn't uh, the paramedics, apparently, weren't there wasn't enough of them and those that were there there's people saying they didn't know how to do cpr they tried to pick up one person on a stretcher and then they put the so they flipped the stretcher over and the person fell down on the oh ground. my god um, so it was it was a shit show right. and eight people eight people died and 300 people were injured two of them was it um, like a nine-year-old too like a nine-year-old was yeah there was chilling a, with his dad probably like there so was happy. a 10-year-old yep there was a 10-year-old um, but I mean, so the, obviously like who's to blame, right? Well, yeah. Who's I mean, to blame? I mean, I have a, like, can I, can I play this, this, uh, this tweet? Um, you're not going to be able to, you might yeah. hear it actually. This, um, it says, you can't tell me Travis Scott didn't see this kid getting, he re- he wants to say resuscitated, but he spelled it wrong while he was up there doing the robot. November 6th, this is from Dieter LV, something, I don't know, we'll see what it is. Oh, he's up on some like giant thing. Yeah, he he probably doesn't see. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a thing you think they see. They don't see. Like when I used to play drums, I'd be up on the stage. Those lights are so bright you can't see. And here's another one. This video says, "Stop the show." Okay, another video chanting, "Stop the show." 4 a.m. So this must have been really late. It's 4 a.m. That's scary. So, yeah, I mean... That is scary. That's Because so you can't see, like... I mean, what are you going to have to have now? Like, spotters? And maybe that's what you need. Maybe you need to pay people that just chill in the crowd and, um, you know, watch for that kind of stuff. I, I mean, what's the harm? Well, I mean, I think the first thing is is you need to have better paramedics, right? You need oh, to have yeah. more first, respons- first responders. I mean, that was absurd that there wasn't that many and i think that you do need to have more security so that because like i've looked up other instances of this i kind of went down a rabbit hole most of the time when this happens there's more people at the venue than there should be like Um, something was something was broken a door is open in the 1980s there was a english soccer game where there was a door that was left open and, like, a hundred people were trampled to death. Hmm. Um, so, I don't know, but what the Travis Scott people said happened, and this kind of goes to the thing about drugs, is they said that the reason there was a commotion was because there was a guy who was going around and injecting random drugs into people. That's what I heard as well. And I was like, how would that so, even spread so quickly? Like, how would that even spread around, like, so and fast? And so everybody started freaking out. Everybody started freaking out and pushing up to the front. That's what they said. Well, they, the, the, the mayor or someone, the police actually did come out and, and say yesterday that a security guard was treated with Narcan and did have a puncture wound on his neck. That was almost the direct quote. So, who knows? But, I mean, my question would be, how does that spread so quickly to 50,000 people when you're at a concert, you know, drugged out on yourself or drinking, and you're, nobody's nobody's going through Twitter looking for news. You know what I'm saying? Right. It seems fishy. Right. seems like a fishy thing, but, um, I mean, maybe they're just looking for I any think kind they, of distraction. 
I think the crowd spotter thing is a really good idea because if there was the crowd spotters and they were able, there was a lot of them and they were able to communicate and then quickly shut down the show, communicate with Travis and shut down the show. Yeah, he could say something, yeah, or, like, you know, you just send people like out. Everybody have, like, everybody needs to chill areas. out. Everybody needs to chill out and back up. Okay, like, like if, perfect if, example, Three Doors Down concert. Remember how they had that area that they made in the middle that they could, like, bring people in and out if they needed to that went directly through? And uh -huh. I, was like, I was like, that's exactly what that's for. If there's an issue, people can come in and out easily. And they did. Didn't they have to actually bring someone in with EMS or... Didn't somebody be taken out like by on the stretcher? Or well, they, there was, I, remember, I remember there was cops. No, no, but because the cops came late after the fight. That was like, that was 15 minutes ago. You guys are way late. But remember after that, like, it might have been when you were peeing in the cup. There was like somebody that had to be taken out and put on oxygen or something. <laughs> it was probably when you went to go look for a bathroom and you couldn't find one and had to come back and pee in the cup. Hey, I had to pee in, I had to pee in the car twice on the way to. Where were we going the other day? We're going to West Hollywood. We're going to West Hollywood, and I had to pee in a cup twice. <laughs> like, we were literally on the road for like 30 minutes. He's like, pull over. We need to pee. It's like, we literally just left. <laughs> I didn't want to stop anyway. There's nowhere to stop if I even wanted to. There's, There's no like literally like, those the sitcoms. Even... Yeah, it's literally like the sitcom where the kids are like, we got, I got I to pee. He's go. like, we, we haven't even left the street yet. I had to go so bad. <laughs> And then seriously, like 30 minutes later, I was like, I really have to go again. Oh, that giant smoothie ad. Well, hey, um, do you want to stick around and talk about Aaron Rodgers with us? I feel like you would have a good trade. I do. I, right. know, I know a lot about Aaron Rodgers. Right. Well, I made, you're not going to be able to hear this, but I actually put it on as the season three teaser. I got all like tearied and sad faced last night and made a little, because uh, when I was a kid and listened to uh, Ace and TJ, when I was like young, my first radio show when I first liked radio, um, and 9/11 happened, they made like a tribute. And after that thing happened at the concert, I was just like, you never know, because I thought it was a shooting, and we're like, yeah, shooting, okay, yeah, man. But it wasn't even a shooting. Like, who even knows what this was? And people are dead, and you don't even know why. Like, just because they got trampled, it's just like, you know, like how fragile life is, and just kind of appreciate what you have. It kind of makes you think, like, too, though. I'm like, I, I was nervous at the concert, you know, I knew something was going to happen, like, I'm always on the edge, you just never know, mm -hmm. you never know anymore, you know, when it's going to be that time, you right, right, Jesse? Uh, Hallelujah. All right, well, we're going to take a break, this is uh, our Bill Murray, Doctor Whoever, moment of reflection. This is your life. This is not a dress rehearsal. This is your life. Snap family, the choir, a bunch of teachers, even the principal. Well, I like, I'd like to be, I'd like to be more consistently here, you know. I'd like to really get on a, I'd like to just, and I, and I know it's not probably ever maybe possible, but because it's so improbable and so impossible, I'd just like to really see how long I could last as being really here. You know, really in it, really alive in the moment. And you see people, I like to live to be an old, you know, so I think I have a chance. I'd better live to be 100. That's my only shot, right? So, what am I afraid Dream that reaches out, reaches out to find 
Inside of me, a bell that rings a lot that says, "Remember, Bill, I'm back. You know, remember, remember. This is this is your life. This is the only one you got." As we always say to my one brother, "This is not a dress rehearsal. This is your life. This this is not a dress rehearsal. This is your life." You know. 
Thank you for coming. Oh, I've enjoyed it. Thanks for asking me. Grab some Kleenex. This is the Dr. Ever Project. You're not. This is the Dr. Whoever Project. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. Oof. All right. Now let's go. Back to sports. Logan. Let's get Logan back on. Let's see. I'm here. I'm here. We're going to try to be a little bit lighter now. You know, we did it. I love the, I love the white noise. No, right? We got the once once uh, now that I know you uh this works well for you, we'll bring you on the screen so you can hear all the fun samples and everything. I know, right? All right, here comes sports. On the Doctor Ever Project. Here's sports. We'll be right back. You've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. Your we had a goal are... and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true and it is uh, very fitting. <laughs> that's that's kinda that's kinda gay, but all right, so Aaron Rodgers, what do you uh, what do you know about this? Aaron Rodgers said he tested positive for COVID, but he said he was vaccinated, but he really wasn't. Something, something. Joe Rogan, what's going on? So he 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 said. I think they asked all of the players if they were, if they were vaccinated, and he told them that they were, um, that he was, and that was a lie. Um, and then he tested positive. And I think they asked him again if he was vaccinated, and he said no. Uh, he didn't want to get vaccinated. He said it was a witch hunt. Uh, and he, right, right. He went on, uh, you know who Pat McAfee is? No, but I actually saw the clip. I think I actually might have it, but yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he, he's a former NFL punter for the Indianapolis Colts, and he retired like pretty early in his career, and just started like a, a a show a podcast this is a podcast or like a youtube show just where he where he interviews like nfl players and just other personalities and stuff um and on that i watched that interview and aaron Rodgers basically said that you know now he's thankful kind of that he has the virus now because he's gonna have the strongest immunity um and said that he's basically been taking his health advice from joe rogan who um uh, infamously had it a couple weeks ago. That's what I'm saying. Uh, like, these people are just people. Like just because he throws a football around real good, you know, doesn't mean doesn't mean anything. Like you shouldn't take your medical advice from him. Is what I'm saying. It's like, but kids look up to right. people and all. Um, I actually have a clip. It's the, actually can I play this clip? You'll be able to hear it. Um, this is Saturday Night cool. Live making fun of them. I think. Justice judge with and you judge, my COVID. 
You know, I can give it to whoever I want. But suddenly the woke mob is coming after me. It's gotten so bad that State Farm called and they're not even offering me the Rogers brain. And straight talk, Aaron, because I never talk gay. Did you ever lie about being vaccinated? Uh, I never lied. I took all my teammates into a huddle, got all their faces three inches away from my wet mouth, and told them, trust me, I'm more or less immunized. Go team! And you said you didn't get the vaccine because it might make you sterile, which is so insane, I'm jealous I didn't say it. <laughs> hey, and look, people can talk all they want, but at the end of the day, my record is still 7-1. All right, well, what do you think but about first, that, Logan? The vaccine. That's mean. I mean, we got a joke about it, like you said, but he's just a football player. Like, why? I mean, why do we really care? Like, who cares? Yeah, right. That's that's my that's where I'm coming from with it. It's like, you know, he can he can he can uh, you know have it and then you know be quarantined for a couple of weeks. He missed this week, um, but I mean, there's enough people now, enough big time personalities, and enough people that are mainstream that aren't choosing to get it that it's just kind of like i don't know it's tough it's tough to say like that's what i mean because it's i don't know those people are just normal people so if there's a right. percentage of people out there that aren't going to get it then there's going to be a percentage of celebrities that aren't going to get it too just because and you we our country is not structured in a way that we could have made everybody take this you know what i mean it's just not what we do here right you know that's just not what we do but what we did is we pissed everybody off trying to kind of force people to do it. And you are going to be able to eventually kind of force more people, but you'll never be able to get everybody anyway. So sure, I'm thinking at this point, I can like cut losses. Like if Aaron Rodgers doesn't want to get it, but he shouldn't be playing football out there either. That's that's my thing. Like, Right. I mean, I think I think there needs to be. I mean, if it's not get it or or testing every week or something like that. Um, I guarantee if there I was some like the, you know foot disease that was going around the locker room, they were all about to get itchy ass feet. They would take a shot to get rid of that. You know what I mean? It's just this right, one right. is like you know. And if he's talking to Joe Rogan again, never heard a whole episode of Joe Rogan in my life. But from what I hear, if he's talking to Joe Rogan and they're that buddy buddy, then again. Not the person you should be listening to for medical advice. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Do you know who I don't know. Don? So, what, what's your thoughts on like people saying so? Aaron Rodgers can spread misinformation about vaccines, right, and COVID, but Colin Kaepernick couldn't speak the truth about. Racial oh injustice. God, here we go. All right, we're no, gonna get into that. Here, we're no, gonna get into that. That's what people have been saying. Like, Let's get into that. I'd like to hear difference. that. Let's take a two-second little break, and we'll get into that. All right, so Colin Kaepernick, even though he's making millions from Nike because he was so controversial, uh, you think he should come back into the M uh, NFL? What do you think? Uh, I mean, I think that if he has the, the skill and the ability to play in the NFL, then I think he should be given an opportunity to play in the NFL. But I don't know if he has the skill or the ability to be in the NFL right now, currently in his career. What's your opinion, Jesse? You yeah, brought this I, up. I this is your topic. 
I think the time has passed for him to still play in the NFL. It just opens up the, the dialogue to what is okay. Like, is how come Aaron Rodgers isn't being held to the same standards when, when like, misinformation that could actually kill people? Um, and then when you have Colin Kaepernick, um, you know, losing his job because of setting up for racial injustice and taking a knee and creating a whole national narrative uh, around that. Um, it's just interesting. Has the NFL progressed in its position now? It's 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 figured out it's made some mistakes and now it's giving players more leeway and kind of judging them as individuals because you know what I mean just because you can throw a football amazingly doesn't mean you're you're you have this you know science background or you have a history background. Well, that's why I think it's these. Things. But all these, I, but you got to take in mind that all these players do have a huge platform. But don't you think these issues are very different? Like. Callan Kaepernick, Callan whatever his name is, talking about like racism is something that people say they feel and things like that. It's hard to quantify, but there's science and data out there that say this shot works. So I, I almost feel like, I mean, they're, they're, again, very similar but very different. And I think it's kind of like the apples and oranges. They're both kind of fruit and reasons you get rid of someone. But one is more based on actual fact. And if you want to work here, you should get this shot or bye, 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 Felicia. But Colin Kaepernick was just more of like telling his story, but they just didn't like him stirring up trouble. So I feel like there are two different things there. So, so, and I think I think this is going to be a technicality, and I and I, you know, I, I, what I what I do believe is that everybody should have freedom of speech, and so I I, I disagree with um, Kaepernick, you know, getting reprimanded for for him, you know, years ago talking about racism. I think that was wrong, but. I would also think it was wrong if Aaron Rodgers got reprimanded for what he said, just simply simply because um, one, Colin Kaepernick was doing it on the field at the game while he was on the job. Aaron Rodgers is doing it on a on he said what he said on a podcast while he was at home, True. you know, on a suspension. Um, but you know, I think that the Kaepernick one was wrong, and I think that what Brian was saying is was that. You know, NFL maybe has learned and that they're going to let the players kind of speak out more and not try to be so, you know, divisive about it. Yeah. It's a good idea. Um, well, somebody else has an opinion on it. I'm not sure who this is. Is this Terry Bradshaw? Is that somebody? <laughs> and that I is somebody. his attitude toward being an individual. But this is a team game. And, and in all honesty, I'm disappointed in his play on words for his explanation. I, I'm disappointed in some of his selfish actions. Well, you know, I, I, I agree with Aaron when he says, what I do with my body is a personal decision. But it ceases to be a personal decision when you take part in being part of a football team in a building with coaches, players, trainers, equipment men, period. And, and you run the risk of taking something home to your wife, your children, your grandchildren. And also, from a football standpoint, this team's sitting at 7-1, and they certainly would be in vying for the only bye in, in the playoffs in the first round. And also, the best home field advantage in football is where? Green Bay, Bay January yeah. 23 below zero. Yeah. Putting all of that in jeopardy and, put, and possibly putting your teammates in jeopardy, to me, is selfish. I, I, when I give Aaron Rodgers some advice. It would have been nice if he had just come to the Naval Academy and learned how to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Terry, that's Terry Bradshaw. Learn not to lie, because that's what you did, Aaron. You lied to everyone. I understand immunized. What you were doing was taking stuff 
that would keep you from getting COVID-19. You got COVID-19. Ivermectin is a cattle dewormer. Sorry, folks, that's what it is. We are a divided nation politically. We're a divided nation on the COVID-19, whether or not to take the vaccine. And unfortunately, we've got players that pretty much think only about themselves, and I'm extremely disappointed in the actions of Aaron Rodgers. Well, another thing I would say, probably there are times to quote Martin Luther King, and this was not one of them as well. Oh, yeah, I know he quoted Martin Luther King. Uh, you said, Mr. Jesse, you did not, weren't a big fan of that. Um, I'm not sure what the quote was or anything, but... See, I didn't even hear those clips before I play them for you guys. That's all, you know, Logan, you know, that's, that's, we just kind of try to react live. Um, so but when I hear people with those kind of Southern accents and saying those things like that, it gives me hope for the rest of us out there and the educated people. Um, Aaron Rodgers probably been knocked around too many times. Maybe he's a little, you know, maybe his brain's a little bounced around. Maybe he's whatever. He looks rough. So, I mean, whatever. Get it together. Uh, what do you think about... Yeah, have you seen the new Trump on Saturday Night Live, Logan? No, did they get rid of Alec Baldwin? Yeah, well, they had to, obviously. I mean, I mean, I don't, well, I, I don't no, think, yeah, I think... I think he, he retired, just, he actually. He retired that. It was just for the campaign season. Yeah, but I guess um, the new guy... Who is this new guy? James... I don't know, but it's, it's pretty good. Let's see if I can play a little clip for you. The new Trump. Let's see if we get it. I told lots of people they should vote for Glenn, okay? And you know what? Most people don't like Glenn. But he's a wonderful guy, okay? <laughs> Most people don't like him, but he's a wonderful guy, okay? Tall, rich, like my sons, okay? Glenn, you're like my son. Please, <laughs> Please don't say that. Well, you know what? <laughs> Glenn, he's a wonderful guy, but these PC folks, oh my gosh, the awful PC police, they don't like him. They don't like him at all. You know what? Can I get 60 more seconds, please? <laughs> It says, a new Trump impression on Saturday Night Live is the light years better than Alec Baldwin's horrible impression. This, he is so good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like that. I, I haven't watched it because I heard good. it was terrible. That, um, that new Tom Hanks movie is about to be out, Jesse. Um, and apparently there's going to be a Tiger King 2. Anybody, anybody care about that? Is Tiger King over? Yeah, I stopped you know, watching it. I mean, yeah, we watched the first one, but like... I mean, it's free, so I might watch it, you know, just just check it out because it's free. Um, do you want to jump off or you want to continue, Mr. Logan? Uh, well, how, long, how, much long, uh, how much are you guys planning to go? Is there other stuff you guys going to talk about? Yeah, we have, like a, we have a whole list, but we can, uh, if we can run through it kind of faster now uh, since, you know, we got through the meat of it. Yeah, I'll stay on for like 10 or 15 yeah, more minutes. you can jump off whenever you want then. All right, so let's go. I want to talk about, I do have some other North Carolina news. I think this is really fascinating. Um, I have a young sister. Logan has a girlfriend that's young. You know, ever, sometimes you get worried about people and, um, you know, like everybody talks about like the Halloween candy with needles in it, which actually happened this year for the first time ever in recorded history. Um, but, and like people getting kidnapped and it's like, I always say, show me the bodies. Where? Where are all these people that are getting snatched and stuff? But I guess it happens. And this is a story about how a girl was saved in a girl from North Carolina, actually from Asheville. Mr. Jesse, where you've been. I like Asheville. Asheville, I know. Uh, we'll be right back with some North Carolina Silly South news on the Dr. Ever Project. We'll be right back. If y'all ever come to North Carolina, folks, y'all better, uh, better have your ducks in a row and uh, be prepared to not be amazed. Y'all be cool, stay classy. I love everywhere in the world but North Carolina. <laughs> Y'all got a special, special spot in my heart. Y'all crazy. I'll fit right in here. Love y'all. 
if I didn't live here, I'd move, wouldn't you? Well, the way people talk around here, I guess it'd be what, more like you call hillbilly style or something, I guess. I don't know, just mountain talk. So this Asheville girl is actually reunited with her family. A 16-year-old Asheville girl rescued from a, I guess, kidnapper or something like that. He had taken her to Ohio and was trying to take her to Kentucky. And a TikTok hand gesture saved her life. Um, I'll tell you all about it right now. Here's a news story. Platform is being praised for possibly saving a teen girl's life. Someone driving down Interstate 75 in Laurel County saw the girl giving hand signals for help and called 911. The 16-year-old was more than 200 miles away from home when Laurel County deputies rescued her. They don't know how long she'd been trying to get someone to notice the hand signal, but they hope this story teaches everyone what the signal is and to always be aware. Deputies say the man she was with, James Brick, has been charged with unlawful imprisonment. Chad Hendrick has more. It's one of those times where social media is a good thing. The hours some can spend on trending sites like TikTok now being credited with saving a teen girl's life. There was uh, some people behind her that noticed that she was making hand gestures that signifies for, I need help. And uh, with them recognizing that signal, they notified 911. Deputies say the girl had gone missing from her Asheville, North Carolina home Tuesday. She was in a car going south on I-75, driven by James Herbert Brick. The two were coming back from oh, Ohio creepy when someone fuck, in another too. car noticed the girl's signals and called 911. We don't know how long coming down the interstate from Ohio that she had been doing this to other motorists, hoping that they would notice that she was in distress. This is the video that started the trend. It came from the Canadian Women's Foundation, but has spread around the world. I've been doing this work for a long time, where we talk about safety with survivors, with neighbors, like how you flip your light on, or do you have a certain code word if you text it to somebody that would say that you need help or in danger? So there's always been these trends towards finding safety from community, and I think this is another platform to do so. Darlene Thomas is the executive director of Greenhouse 17, an advocacy group for abuse victims. And I also find it comes about the hands. So I'm pretty sure it's like you put your hand up, and then you put your thumb in your hand, and then you close your fingers, your four fingers, on top of your hand. I think I actually have somebody talking about the actual how they do it, but... Have you ever heard of this? Wait, say that one more time. I think you, like, hold your hand up, like you're giving some about five. And then you take your thumb, and you put your thumb to your palm. And then you take your four fingers and wrap them down like you're closing in your finger. I think it's like... In sign language, that's an A. Oh, it's like, but it's like you're yeah, making an A really slowly. And I think it means like, I am locked away. Like somebody's holding me hostage. I think what it means like, because you're being held, like you're holding your thumb. Wish I could find the original video of the girl that did it. It might be this one. Let's see if this is it. So she made this hand sign and somebody saw it and stopped. Yes. Okay, I actually have. This is the original video, I guess, that, that made this hand signal. Um, I guess it's popular in Canada. But I guess the TikTok video has been spread so much around that this Canadian thing um, is becoming Americanized. So in this TikTok video, you see a woman and she's, um, I'm going to play the video for you. It's only a minute. And then I'm going to play it again and tell you what's happening so you can understand it. Because just, just hearing it, you're not going to get it at all. 
It was nice to see you again. Yeah, great to catch up. Yeah. Oh, uh, can you share that banana bread recipe? Oh, sure. It's, it's actually my mom's banana bread recipe, but it's pretty foolproof and it's super easy. Oh. Well, I appreciate it. I know your mom is a great baker, so I should be good. Um, the trick is to grease the pan really well and use overripe bananas. That's my mom's tip. Okay, good to know. I can't wait to try it. So, so thanks again for the recipe. All right, so I'm going to play that again, and I'm going to tell you what's happening. So it's just a woman on Skype, and somebody's in the little window on the right, and then you see a man, you can't see his face, kind of behind her, and she's asking for this recipe, and then when she's asked for the recipe, she kind of holds up her hand, and then she puts her thumb in her hand and then closes her fingers on top of it. And I'll tell you when it happens. It was nice to see you again. Yeah, great to catch up. Yeah. Oh, uh, can you share that banana bread recipe? Oh, sure. It's, it's actually my mom's banana bread recipe, but it's pretty foolproof. So as soon as she starts talking, she puts her head up to her well, head. I appreciate like it. Like she's scratching. Can you share that banana bread recipe? Oh, sure. It's, it's actually my mom's But instead, bread she's not bread, scratching. She's pretending like she's scratching her head and well, then... Takes her hand it. and moves it and holds it up. A great baker, so thumb to hand, fingers closed, signifying experiencing um, abuse or signaling for help. And you can hear, listen to the, listen to like the kind of quiver in the lady's voice after. But it's pretty foolproof and it's super easy. She hasn't done it yet. Well, everybody's smiling. She's starting to do it. I know your mom was a great baker, so she I just be did good. it. She just did it. The trick is to grease the pan. And you can really see well. that she knows and what's happened. This is so interesting to me. Okay. Good to know. Well. I can't wait to try it. So, so thanks again for the recipe. That's, uh, it almost makes you nervous watching that video. God. Oh, that's intense. Oof. All right. Let's talk about something a little bit happier. Uh, let's just skip the story of the person getting shot in the Walmart parking lot. <laughs> Jeez, where are you getting your content from? I don't know. How about Dion Warwick crashes Saturday Night Live and sings with Dion Warwick? I gotta play this, you know, because I mean, you know, we talk about like when you have like a sad story like that, like, you know, you need some like some happy piano music. I love our new production now. I just ask and I shall receive. What do you think about the, have you, I bet you haven't even heard any of the new episodes, have you, Logan? You're so busy with school and everything. Oh, I think I muted Logan, my bad. There you go, Logan, I'm sorry, I muted you. Oh, uh, I, I already muted this entire time. Yeah, so uh, how are you doing in school? Like, uh, you're in your master's program, right? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually have a question about the last thing we were talking about. I was sure. trying to say something. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. What, what, like, spurred that conversation between those women? Why were they having that conversation? So I guess this is just some friend maybe from a club or a group, um, and they're talking about something, and just toward the end, she's saying, she's asking for a recipe, but, and the little words below it, it says, you know, she really didn't care about the recipe. She really was just doing that as a distraction, um, I didn't read the whole article about it, but it was just, you know, I, I think that was the one that maybe got spread on TikTok. Because at first I thought it, that was the person from the article. Because I was like, this girl doesn't look 16. And then I was like, okay, no, this is the, this is the video that the 16-year-old learned the hand signal from that she got saved by doing in the car. 
Dude, that's insane. That's right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, it goes into some of what I'm saying about, like, I mean, like, there's critical race theory and all this nonsense. Like, these kids nowadays, they don't, like, they don't need you to teach them that. They're they're learning that stuff on OWN and on TikTok. And it's, like, it, the social experiment is, it doesn't need to be done in schools. Teach kids history and things like that and let TikTok and social media and their friends teach them um Teach some of those mm. other things. All right, well, um, let's let um, Dion Warwick play us out from SNL, and then we'll move on to something a little bit more fun. Go ahead and grab your mic, okay. right? I think we should go ahead and do it. Logan, what are your favorite favorite French fries? Do you have a favorite French fry? Are you a French fry guy? You're probably gonna say some like, like bougie thing or some like gastro pub fries like... or something. <laughs> I got I, I like French fries. I don't I didn't know there was I guess there's like the it just depends on the cut, right? The, well, I mean, like, different like places, that. like, have you ever been to Checkers or, like, a Five Guys or, like, a Arby's? You know, they have those, like, like, they have those, like, special fries, you know, that are kind of cool, like, and crunchy, and I don't even know how they make them like that. Well, apparently some I really, guys, I really like a... Go ahead. I think, I honestly think McDonald's fries are up there. I mean, I mean to be honest McDonald's with you. fries, they're a good go-to, like... They're just enough, you know. You won't, you probably won't be disappointed, you know, unless they're cold. But there's nothing like, right. there's nothing special about them, I guess, is my thing. And you don't yeah, eat them and say and like, that, "Wow." And I sometimes think the In-N-Out fries are too fresh. See, In-N-Out, I think theirs are gross. I think In-N-Out fries are just nasty. Like, oh no. Well, some guy did this uh, article and he did basically like a, uh, what do you call it in sports where you have the little thing, a bracket or whatever? Well, he did a bracket and he broke it down to the winningest fries, checkers slash rallies or five guys. And then he did the ultimate comparison. Who could be the winner? Who could it be? I think it's checkers. Checkers, yes. Yes. Like checkers fries. I love checkers fries. They're the checkers is the same as rallies, right? Yeah, here it's called rallies, but in the south and the east it's called uh, it's called checkers. It's so cheap. Mm. Be, um... yeah, that's the way uh, that's the way Carl's Jr. is. Carl's Jr. in yeah. the west is called Carl's Jr. But in the in Kansas we call it Hardee's. Hardee's, yeah. See, it's Hardee's in the south too. See, okay. See, I always wondered that. Like I. I thought it was like more different. Like I thought maybe you would have it Kansas, kind of like they had in the West Coast, you know? That's like yeah, we have we have Hardee's. That's like Briars. Briars ice cream in the South is Edie's ice cream here. I think it's like the same thing. Oh, all kinds yeah, of we call it Briars. We call it Briars. Yeah, Dryer. No, that's right. Dryers and Briars are the same. That's it. Dryers and Briars. The ice cream wars. Dryers. <laughs> Have you been to a Starbucks lately, Mr. Jesse? Uh, yeah, not that far. Like a week ago. I know you're like, um, 
You guys drink a lot of Starbucks at your job. Like, Starbucks has finally came out with a, a holiday drink that is not horribly bad for you, Jesse. Um, this new iced sugar cookie almond milk latte. It's a mouthful, but it's only 150 calories, so it's not so too bad. Yes, sir. So, you have like a bunch of sugar. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm looking, I'm looking, sugar. I'm going. You know how they have everything. 25 grams of sugar. 20, but I mean, let's comparatively to the normal ones, like the dietitian says up front, yeah, these things are not great for you, but um, overall, this for a Starbucks beverage is on the healthier side. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you can make it a skinny version. Who what knows? What was the other one? 50 grams of sugar? I know, right? All right, let's skip some stuff. You're, you're a Gen Z millennial kind of guy, um, Mr. Logan, and you're, you know, you're in, in school and stuff. Like, uh, what, do, what are your friends telling you that are in the workforce or looking for jobs right now? Is there, um, is there a high demand? Because all these articles are saying that like millennials have the pick of the litter right now. So like, is that true or what's, what are you seeing? Uh, I don't, I mean, none of my friends lost their jobs, like, I, I guess there's some friends that lost it because of the pandemic, but I don't, to be honest with you, like, I don't really, I don't really see, like, how they, people have to pick up the litter, I don't really see, I see that in some so industries. Either. Yeah, I just think, like, I these... see that in some industries, yeah. but I think that people are looking too much at the the amount of jobs that are available and not looking at the amount of jobs in, like in each like different sector. I think there's some sectors that are more available. There's more availability than others. Um, and everybody, you just can't expect everybody to go into one specific sector. I think this is probably a um, larger city too, like New York, Chicago, places like where they have a lot of office buildings. And I think there's a lot of people that don't want to come back. So they're, they're trying to find something maybe that's, little bit maybe it pays less but it's stay at home and these but pick these, up the litter for what pick up the litter for like a sales job pick i guess up the litter for a anything, driver's right? job like I, yeah i think that's the i think that's the thing there's so many options now like I, I was talking to a friend in san diego he quit his job he did something in the medical field and now he's driving for amazon doing tiktok videos delivering amazon packages and he seems to like it so it's like whatever you know mm-hmm. it's like i think there's a lot of people that have just kind of shifted industries because maybe they got burned out or they just, like, I've always moved around. I'm, I've kind of stayed in the same industry, but marketing and advertising is very broad, you know? So it's like, I think some people get bored if you're sticking people with needles and cleaning up poop all day or, or you know, serving people drinks at a restaurant. Maybe you want to try something different. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think it's just this, this vast openness, I guess, of, of opportunity that people think, hey, I got some... I got some time. According to Janet Yellen, um, these people have money saved up and they were waiting till now and the holidays to kind of go back to... Uh, a lot of people, studies were showing that we're trying to get through the holidays before having to go back to work and things like that. I mean, I could see it, you know, if you got... I mean, I just feel like now, now more than ever, everybody's in their own very unique situation. No, like, yeah. Moved around. I was talking to a friend last night. He was moving from San Diego to Fresno. Literally, at that moment, he was, like, driving. So, it's like, people are picking up and trying something new. That's for sure. Yeah, and I think it's going to be that way for a while. I mean, I don't really see, you know, I think it's going to be like this way for the next three, four, five years, you know? No, I don't really see. Yeah. People, so many people I know have moved places, and it's just, yeah, like, 
try new jobs, going back to school. It's it's just kind of like a great awakening or something. It's almost like people are just like, yes, I could try something uh, new. Like I have opportunity because so many people just had some yeah. time to think about stuff. I guess. Well, I got something that you're mm-hmm. probably gonna like. I think so. Let's talk about. I know Jesse likes uh, talking about electric cars and stuff like that. Um, I think I got some weird science for you. Let's get into weird science on Dr. Grever. We'll be right back. From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention? Alright, so uh, this is totally something Logan, I can see Logan and Abby getting and like traveling around the country, try not to kill each other, try not to throttle each other to death. <laughs> um, so uh, this will be our last one. We'll wrap it up. I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. Is it the uh, the electric Volkswagen? Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I know you're going to say like the van life thing. Well, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, because Volkswagen is revising its iconic bus as an electric vehicle. And here's what it looks like. It's pretty fucking cool. Uh, but I used to work for Volkswagen. Um, like they're changing their thing. They're calling it Volts, like V-O-L-T-Z, like for Volts, you know. That's like their new thing. Um, they're gonna, it's, I guess, only be in Europe right now. They're gonna call it, like, the ID or something. Like, what is it gonna be called? Like, I don't even know. It doesn't matter, because it's not here anyway. But the ID Buzz. ID period Buzz. What a terrible name. <laughs> but, uh, maybe if they make it to the American market, they'll make it, they'll just call it the, the you know, the Dub Bus, the V-Dub Bus. That was the worst when I worked for Volkswagen. He's like, people would always come up to us and be like, ooh, Nazis, because, you know, Hitler, Hitler drove a Porsche, but whatever. You can't win with some people. Just can't win. All right, um, let's get into Mad Money with Bad Bunny, and we'll wrap it up for the day. Because I know Logan talks about crypto. You and Logan are some cryptocurrency maniacs over there. So uh, we'll get into that right now. Last one, then we'll wrap it up. My mission is simple. To make you money. I'm here to level the playing field for all investors. There's always a bull market somewhere. And I promise to help you find it. Mad Money starts now. Because I was, I don't look mad, but I know that I was mad. I was mad. You know, I was trying to smile. All right, well, this hacker is a a wealthy man right now because he stole $55 million in cryptocurrency after a BZX developer fell for a phishing attack. I don't know what any of this means. And that means I'm too stupid to do it. But, you know, at least I'm not going to get my money stolen. Um, so according to this article, let's see, private key comprised over $55 million stolen so far. Uh, they're going to continue to update. Um, this hacker just kind of somehow went in, did a phishing scheme, and got this guy to turn over his password that works for this bid exchange, I guess, and just drained it. So what happens with this as uh, cryptocurrency people? Do you, um, does this, are these protected at all, or is it just gone? Gone, baby, gone. It's, it's not backed by anything, so it's gone. So it's gone, right? Logan, yeah. do you have crypto, or you play around with crypto? I have a little bit. Um, not a lot. I, I know more people. I'm sure I'm sure uh, Ruben's more into it maybe than I am, but I know a lot of people are able to have more, but um, I know that it's really, like, volatile, right? I mean, it goes up and down a lot. Oh, yeah, I mean, it goes up and down all the time, but the thing is with this, it's like, it's not backed, I guess, so... 
if somebody went in and hacked it, like, it's hard to hack Bank of America, but it seems like it's fairly easy to hack some of these things. And mm. so if you put your money in here and you're expecting to get something back, it says crypto-based company B, lowercase b, capital Z, lowercase x is the name of this company, I guess. Um, so that's, I mean, that's what I'm saying, like, who even knows what these things are? And people, these random people, all these kids are giving their money to all these companies and then they just get it stolen and then they go out of business and then that's that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it's well, the ultimate one... risk. Yeah, there's one, there's like, there's some like, like brokerage, like crypto brokerage, like apps and companies that are a lot more reliable. Um, I, I, the one that I have in is called Coinbase and that's like the pretty one that a lot of people I use. I believe that's what Jesse uses, um, right? Yes, yeah, so I, yes. I think something, I think something like that wouldn't wouldn't be as you know prone to being hacked. But I do know that there is ways to like pull your money off the market and kind of put it into what's called like a crypto wallet. Mm-hmm. And so it's basically you basically like have you have the crypto at what you sold it for, um, but it's off the market. So it's it's your own it's basically like having cash but in crypto form and if you lose the password to your wallet you lose your crypto <laughs> what no you don't you do if you, no way they, you won't be able to they wait what you say, say if you lose the password to your 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 wallet your crypto wallet they won't send you a repassword that's either you you remember it or it's gone oh yeah that's true it's one of those you hear about that story about that guy that yeah. guy that's like owed like four hundred thousand dollars, but he forgot the password and like he only has ten tries to put it in, and he's on like try number eight. I heard about that. Yeah. Oh, I did hear about that a couple months ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's sad. It sucks. Oh my god. Well, you want to wrap it up? We'll wrap it up right now, Logan. Then you can jump off whenever you want, though. Feel free. I know you're probably hungry and stuff, but this worked out pretty well, right? Next time we'll get you in through the system so you can hear everything. It's nice. It's super nice. Like the audio is really good on my end too. Well, good. Yeah, because you're well, hearing us hear. like through the audio, like the feed. You're hearing through. We're actually live right now. If you went to the stream, and it's actually on the Facebook page too, because um, we're you know we're that's our whole thing now. We're doing it. Uh, we're doing it live, but it's more of a testing it out until we're ready to go officially in the springtime. Yeah, it's good. We're getting there. Getting there, people. Alright, well, um, I got I got a Dr. Whoever's Broken Hip Hop wrap up, and then we're gonna be done for the day. Logan, jump off if you want, or stay on, and we'll be right back. Damn, we do need to wrap it up. It's been a long one today. Ashley, Logan, God, it's almost been like two hours on the, God, the, the, damn. Oh, it's been over two hours. Yeah, I'm starving over I know. There. I've never even seen that clock, the, this <laughs> clock go past, um, go past the one, uh, I mean, get to the two hour mark over here. We're at 203, 19, live on the butt. All right, um, last story. Have you heard of a rapper called Pooh, Pooh Shizzy or something? No, I Pooh. Do you have it over there? Do you see it? Oh, that's right. This is this is uh, not in your stories, but I'm gonna play you. I'll play you Pooh Shizzy's song, so you're gonna get an idea who Pooh Shizzy is, and then uh, I'll tell you the story. Bitch, I got my own fat on the club. All that wolfing on the neck, nigga, I thought 
Well, uh, who? S-H-I-E-S-T-Y. He's asking fans for financial support. Ka-ching! While he's behind bars. Um, so, he's currently still behind bars in Miami. Uh, let's see. I think it's something to do with a gun charge, if I'm being completely honest, but I'm not quite sure. I just thought it was funny his name was Pooh. P-H-P-O-O-H, like Winnie the Pooh. He says, uh, I get a lot of DMs about sending money to Pooh Shizzy. Some bread well needed while he's out there. They ain't got no Western Union in there, is what the tweet says. Um, let's see. Information comes just weeks after the 21-year-old star opted to plead guilty on the un uh, ongoing gun case. So I was right. Um, Pooh, whose real name is Lontrell Williams, charged his plea. Oh, sorry, he changed his plea from not guilty to guilty last month um, regarding the 2020 shooting case. So, uh, Shitsy allegedly shot a man in the buttocks um, during a sneaker sale at a hotel last year and requested that the judge change his original plea. Okay. So wait, is he... Alright, so wait. Real name, Montreal Williams. Change plea from not guilty to guilty. So he's just going to say guilty. This is where we're getting Probably from got a, a deal to where if he pled guilty, he'd get lesser charges. I got to find out how they actually say his name. We got to look that up. I got it over here, though. Um, let's see what we got. Who... I'm, gonna, I'm just going to hit a button and see what happens when we pull up with who. I'm curious. Let's see what this is. It's called Smirk. Back in Blood. Big Brr. J Production. Mm-hmm. Oh, no way. You got something back for me, shit. Shit. Yeah, I get it. shit in blood, huh? Mm-hmm. Bitch, I got my own. If I don't need security in the club. All that wolfing on the neck, nigga. I thought you was a thug. Alright, we got a news article from one week ago. Let's see what this is. Oh, this is his lawyer? Oh, so his, like, lawyer did, like, a commercial with him, it looks like? So this, this, his lawyer... Bruce Rivers, welcome to another episode of Criminal Lawyer Reacts, CLR Bruce Rivers. I am a board-certified criminal defense lawyer where I react to uh, certain news of the day, uh, certain uh, songs right, we'll see what that you, you guys like, and I like. Let's see what um, if you say anything interesting. Defense level. And then uh, if there's a gun news, you know, you can add, you know, so many more okay, points. Okay, so talking about set of gun, all right. Uh, family history, uh, go through your drug and I alcohol, you say his name. go through your educational history, you know, and your criminal history. Is all this stuff in here accurate? And sometimes it's not accurate, so you file objections and you either. Let's see what this says. All these lawyers are doing videos on this, Jesse. This must be like something that gets hits. This has right. more hits here than the go. fucking well, got go back resident lawyer resident. who's here to break down break down all the various cases that are happening in hip-hop right now. Welcome back to Vlad TV. Yo, thank you, Vlad. And I, I'm, I'm really excited about my new title, the Vlad TV oh resident God. lawyer. I've been it. the hip-hop lawyer, the Instagram is the number one draft pick. He was the hottest, right. I think. Together, what you got is one of the hottest up-and-coming rappers basically facing life. I mean, he was going to oh, face wow. 20 to life. 
and that's crazy. He was going to go to trial. I had, had to be there. But last week, I think it was Thursday, he informed the court that he was going to plead guilty. And not just Pooh, there were two other co-defendants in that case. And both of those co-defendants have also said that they're going to plead guilty. So all three guys are pleading guilty. I mean, people know this story. There's video down in Florida and the surveillance camera, I think it was like of a neighboring parking lot or an apartment complex, shows you what happens in this parking lot where there's a slime green McLaren that Pooh pulls up in. There's another car next to Pooh and then there's a car with the two victims in it. And you can't really see exactly what's going on in the video, but you take the video, according to the cops, if you take this video, you take this McLaren, and you take this man's Instagram posts, the whole story comes together and comes into focus. And what happened here is you can see very clearly, Pooh shoots somebody in the ass, takes some shit out the car, drives off. Um, well, we'll have to like, Jesse's like, let's go. But that's interesting. I, who knew this was going to be that much of a story? I thought this was going to be just some funny thing about like, he's requesting people give him money behind bars. I was like, I didn't know it was going to be like this whole big giant thing. Damn, that's what I'm saying. They're like, what are these people doing? Get it together, people. Get it together. All right, we're wrapping up. Thanks for if you stuck it out to the end. Jesse's probably like, let's go. I'll be hungry, bitch. Odie, you still asleep over there? He's still asleep. Oh, boy. We're about to wrap it up. Say bye, Jesse. Later, guys. Again, thank you, Logan. Thank you, Ashley, if you stuck it out. Appreciate it. We'll be on next time. We're doing so much, so it's like, who knows? We might be on tomorrow, maybe Tuesday. We'll see. Later. like I'm crazy but then they know this right here is me and then I give them the peace I'm out the whole crew is back for season two Logan warning stand clear this could affect your test results Smirk. Big brr. Cherry production. Mm -hmm. Bye bye. Oh, wait, you got something back from me. Shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. This shit in blood, huh? Mm -hmm. Bitch, I got my own. If I don't need security in the club, all they wolfing on the nigga. Alright, we out. Yeah.